And now, the right reasons. Yo, New York in the house. It's Brooklyn in the house. Welcome to the right reasons. I'm David Jacoby. I'm Juliette Lippman. We are hitting a lot of things today. We've got the ladies of London, Below Deck, Hard Knocks, Wags, Dating Naked, News, and we're starting with what, Juliet? Bachelor in Paradise, the finale. Why are we starting with that one? Because I just want to knock it out. I just want to like move on from it. Like let's just talk about it and move on. I also, also- want to move on and I also like we both have to discuss the biggest thing from this week was everyone feels bad for Carly. I do not. Poor Carly was blindsided, Juliet. <laughs> Whatever. She made her bed. Now she's got a lie in it. I can, I'm so far out on Carly. I don't understand why anyone even feels sorry for her. Plus, it's Bachelor in Paradise. It's not like they were like, dating for three years in the night before their wedding. He was like, sorry, I can't do this. Yeah, they had vacation sex for like 10 days. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, she's like, oh my God, he broke my heart. It's like, what do you mean? That's vacation sex. And a big um, sticking point for her was that they had discussed going to her brother's reception together for his – he got married in Ireland. And she kept being like, I told him he didn't have to come. But if you're even talking about it, like he can't get out of it. And P.S. Carly, you skipped your brother's wedding to be on Bachelor in Paradise. She's totally on board with everything here, Julia. Let me walk it back a little bit. Carly okay. and Kirk have been together since the very beginning, right? They're one of those boring couples like Jade and Tanner that stay together the whole time. Kirk, and the, in the close to the last – basically the last episode was like, you know what? I'm out on this you're the worst and then everyone's just like all up in arms about how he let her on in this and then she comes on to the after show which is now and she's got this whole like sort of case against him that she's trying to like exhibit a like you talked about coming to my brother's wedding reception the night before and then you broke me the next day exhibit b you said that you felt the same way i did and on the night before and then you broke up with me the next day and and you know and then then you said later that you felt this way for a week so how is that possible And it's kind of like carly like I know we're all supposed to feel bad for you. and I know you're on your high horse. But guess what? Like, I don't give you any sympathy. Like, he's not going to tip his hat to the fact he's about to break up with you. No. You know what I mean? Like, you, 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 you're, that's, a, that's a black or white thing. Like, there's no, like, wake up one day like, hey, you know what, Carly? Like, I, I still really love you. But, like, just, like, a little bit less than yesterday, I'm starting to fade out. You know what I mean? But cool. Let's just still have this date. Can you imagine anything worse than a protracted, like, super talky breakup in paradise? That went over like, a week? Yeah. yeah. That would be so bad. You don't want a heads up because it'll just ruin your time there and then so many people will be involved. A, a protracted breakup would have dominated all storylines. So I'm really glad that didn't happen. One thing is also, why was Jade so upset? This happens on these shows sometimes <laughs> where, like, the friend of the person who gets broken up with is, like, devastated. I remember when Catherine on... um on her husband Sean's season Sean mm. broke up with my girl Leslie and oh, yeah, of Catherine yes. Catherine was crying she was like if he doesn't want to be with her why should how I want to be with him be with me yeah, it's yeah. Kind of like, what are you talking about <laughs> well this is how relationships work like someone's got to go if there's more than two <laughs> yes yes that is, that is well not necessarily I'm still waiting for that bachelor season but we'll see I also just feel like Carly had it coming like she was very uh like manipulative like I you know when Chelsea came and she tried to get her to like break up Dan and Samantha to get Samantha gone Mm -hmm. and like Carly was just like one of those people who gets into a relationship and is like so self like so like self-congratulatory about it she's like one of like a smug like just ugh gross she is and she she almost like drinks herself 
She's like an extrovert, but like she has these points in the way that she delivers them. She could put so much of her weight behind it. But then you're just like, what are you talking about? Like she She's kept saying girl. on the after show, like, it's not like I wanted to have kids tomorrow. I mean, if you would have asked me when to have kids, I would have said down the road. And it's like, Carly, like you're on vacation in Mexico talking about having kids with one of the dudes that you met who lives in a different part of the country. Like this is kind of ridiculous. You know, you all, you all decided to like go on TV like for fun and you really think it's going to turn into kids like yeah. it's just it's just crazy and, and I just don't think she's a nice person so I don't feel bad for her and is the that, way Kirk was yes it is wrong like she was set up as this sympathetic figure like let's look this is not news to anybody this is you know a, a female skewing audience you know what I mean and so they what? yeah crazy so they set up Carly to be this sort of like sympathetic figure like oh for everyone that's ever had a heartbroken like you can feel Carly she was blindsided to the point where Joe get it ready she came out with a damn song called blindsided like two nights ago just give it a listen Give it a listen. Here it is. Wait for it. Wait for it. <laughs> so she thinks, like, in Carly's mind, she's going to put this on SoundCloud. It's going to blow up, and she's going to be Taylor Swift, like the breakup song girl. Uh, that's a great point. I did like, I, apparently Ashley, I said to her, like or Chris Harrison has said this on the after show. Yeah. Go Taylor Swift on him, which is yeah. funny. I, I've really come around on Ashley. I, I think Ashley I like I, her now. I think yeah. I like her too. I think I like her too. <laughs> She's like deranged and damaged, but I think I like her. Carly. Do we know she was a singer? No, but she certainly had an agenda because they they played like some like this didn't make the show, but we have an exclusive clip and she wrote a song for Kirk and like performed it. You know what I mean? Like, but she did this thing like right before she started singing, she changed her face and like really tried. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it was like you could tell that she's like, oh, this is my shot. Like she really wants to be discovered as a singer. She's also not a good singer. Like that was not good or pleasant. And also on the show, like when she got the got the rose from Kirk and it was down to the five couples who were about to go to the fantasy suites, she like turns to the whole group and she sings, A rose is just a rose till he gets down to propose. And I'm just like, Shut up, girl. You're just trying to like plug your music For career real. right now or something. That's all she was trying to do. Can we talk about one of the, the lowest screen time but highest impact players from this season? Cassandra? Yep. I love Cassandra. She's like that really good role player that you sign in March and then becomes crucial for like the Western Conference Lewis playoffs. Louis Scola from the Pacers a few years yeah. ago. Yeah. Or like Mike Miller for the second uh, Miami title. Yeah. He just like only played in the playoffs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, she, you know, I never would have guessed that she'd be important. She, she had, we knew about her because she's Rodney Stuckey's baby mama. You never okay. would have guessed she would be important. She is probably like the, one of the most attractive people in the history of the franchise. I would say like top 10. You know she looked I mean? better in Paradise than she did on Christmas season. No, she looked good on Christmas season too. I think I'm a lot of it de- depends on her hair. Well, she's taken. Seat's taken. Yes. She's taken by not Justin with the gigantic nipples. Yeah, and did, the, did, yeah, yeah, did Justin, you notice that? Of course I did. As a man with gigantic nipples myself, I noticed this. It's like we have a, it's a brotherhood of the gigantic, the poofy nipple brotherhood. His were so large, it was like distracting. Because he wasn't that, it was like also the, the color was just so different than the rest of his skin. It was wild. Anyway, Cassandra leaves the show with Justin. I think they break up like three hours later. And then she's on like a photo shoot of some sort in Detroit where she lives, where she runs into Jonathan, the one who got tricked by George, by, I just call him George, by Joe. <laughs> yep. And he, he had to leave the show crying because he got, got one pulled over on him. And apparently they're dating. They both have kids. 
and it's going great. I liked it. I'm for it. I like that couple. I can see that couple working. Jonathan seemed like so in love with her that it was like some kind of chemical attraction. It was insane. He by was like, chemical, do you mean alcohol? Oh, was that what he had in his hand when he came out on definitely, stage? It's, here's, man, here's the thing. If you're going to go on stage on a national television show, just keep the beer, put the beer down, and then walk on the stage. No one will think anything. No one will know the difference. Not even like you're going to get more than two sips in anyway. So instead, you're just projecting this sort of like drunk dude vibe. Um, I think that he must have been so drunk there was no stopping him because you know there's a producer right on the side of the stage who probably tried to like grab it for him and he was Ooh, like, no. I would go the other way if I was the producer. I was like, walk it out there, man. It's fine. You can have it. You know, but that's why the vibe they're trying to set. Did you notice on the after show that they had a, a Chris Bukowski Hall of Fame jersey yeah. hung in the rafters? Well, last week they gave it to him. So, But it did feel like after what he wrote and put online, there was sort of like a kind of a wink wink behind it. You know what yeah. I mean? He's like, this this franchise ruined my life. And they're like, here you are, Hall of Fame, Chris Bukowski. <laughs> yeah, why wouldn't they want to – they should like maybe distance themselves from Chris. Who, well, He's, look, these things happen in sports all the time. You know what I mean? Like Pete Rose. Chris Bukowski is basically the Pete Rose. <laughs> what Pete Rose is to baseball. Chris Bukowski is to The Bachelor. I was not really familiar with Miss America, but she's gorgeous. Kira from New York. Who? She was on the after show. The Which girl one? I couldn't tell. Oh, that girl didn't really talk a lot. I didn't know she, she was, was Miss America. Yeah, she's really pretty though. Yeah, really, she, really. She, liked she her. had no. She had the coldest takes I've ever heard in the world. She's like, oh, I just wanted to see them together. It was like, okay, like, all right, like, move on. Do you have any interest in knowing whether or not Jade and Tanner ever got married? Ever get married? No, none whatsoever. Uh, Jade and Tanner. The, it's like here's the thing. It's like Jade. Like I mean, Tanner, you're never doing better than Jade. Only in this one scenario, only when you're literally like in a bubble, like in an isolated remote area, and there's a limited resources for her to, to to attach herself to romantically, will you ever be with this woman? So that's why he got engaged. He should marry her tomorrow. They need to like move to Alaska above the Arctic Circle so there's like no one around to tempt her because <laughs> yeah, that's the only otherwise... way he's keeping this together. <laughs> yeah. Who knows if they'll be able to uh, stay stay together otherwise but i don't know she seems pretty into him i like her like i kind of jade's growing on me just let me tell you why it has She's nothing so to do boring. with nothing to do with what she says or what she doesn't say it's just oh, the fact because she was in playboy let me finish juliet that's not it it's the <laughs> fact it's that that's a piece of it okay that's a i'm not gonna lie that's a piece of it but the majority of it is this the no makeup vibe like i uh. like the fact that she's like i'm on national tv you know what like i'm just gonna go no makeup that's you know what I mean. That's what I would do anyway. Like you know what? This is what I look like. I like that. I like that confidence. I, I prefer her no make no makeup look. Like when we saw her made up on the after show, I was not into it. it. It adds an element of like trashiness. You know what I mean? When, yeah. when, you, when you make that transition, um, and she's really naturally pretty. I just like Jonathan's performance was like the highest impact two minutes of the season. It was really Jonathan just, on the like, after show. Yeah, the way he just was so happy and like so obviously like animalistically attracted to staring at her in a way that you only stare at someone you're having sex with you know yeah, what i mean but like the minute before you have sex like, yeah, yeah, like exactly exactly like right before you actually yeah, do even it. chris harrison had to mention he's like whoa like uh, hey like wait for the commercial break guys <laughs> like jonathan live television yeah. happening right <laughs> yeah, now chill just out. wait a few minutes what do you think rodney stuckey thinks um, do you, let me give you two options is rodney stuckey like I hate this dude. I can't believe that my baby mama is on front street with her romantic life. Or is he like, thank God someone else is is bearing the brunt of of being in a relationship with this woman, taking a little bit of that pressure off of me. 
I'm going with the latter. You're going He's with like, the latter. He's happy relieved. for her. He's just like yeah. good. Like she's got a guy like now that take that takes a little bit off of my plate. Yeah. What did she okay. say about him on the show? Um. I, oh, it was uh, she because it was Justin splits one week with his kid and then one week with oh, she's yeah. the mother Every and other he's week. Like, and she said she made a mention of the fact she's like oh yeah like you know I have him kind of all the time or whatever but you know she she didn't like you know slander the guy or anything but it was just oh, okay. that was what I she mean, mentioned and like in Rodney Saki's defense he's a professional athlete he's, a prof- like, he's an NBA basketball player he's yeah. you know he's going to travel a lot he's going to be on the road <laughs> yeah he had a good season last season too like he's like a good player no one I'm transitioning there are no men in the lives of women that travel more than the ladies of London. Okay, thank you. <laughs> First of all, this show is back. If you don't know, it's a mix of sort of uh, expats and and locals in London high society. I suppose it's it's basically Housewives of London, but I like it. Me too. Like, this I like this episode it. was better than anything from season one, so it leads me to believe they they took some lessons, mm-hmm. and this is going to be even better. Also, one thing they did is they eliminated some people who I think were probably boring, which yeah. I am happy about. But let's um, just start with the husbands and boyfriends. Husbands do not exist. They for do not exist. There was they're, one they're time on, there was home. one guy on FaceTime for like I don't know thirty seconds, and he was in Stockholm or something. But like these guys, they, they're all rich. They're all making a lot of money. But you do get the idea that their relationships are sort of business arrangements more so than like true emotional bonds. They're certainly not having enough sex to satisfy the appetite of Jonathan on after. <laughs> no, 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 no one is. To be fair, though. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, like I was like, it was really weird. There was not a single man on this episode. Oh, Marissa's husband, Marissa and her husband own a restaurant together yeah. and he like passed through very quickly, but yeah. he was not, he was barely on it. So she has the most present husband, but who knows what that means even. It's really weird though. It's almost like, it's like almost like single ladies of London, but they're it not really actually is. single. Yeah. It's like married single ladies of London. It's interesting because it's almost like. I wonder if maybe that's even like better for their relationships because you know the Real Housewives do not have a strong track record of no. marriages staying intact, and that's no. when their husbands are often on the show. So maybe like if you maintain some kind of element of privacy or privacy, as they might say, as on the they show, would say, yeah. <laughs> then like maybe that's like better for their relationships. Um, I have a clear favorite, and I I wouldn't have expected oh, it based so on it's season mine one too. It's obvious. Julie. What? Oh, you were going to say Caroline? Yes. I like Caroline a lot too. Caroline is the ice queen of London. She's sort of like nice one. She's she's just <laughs> like like she her has her brand is being is, is being, cold. being cold. Yes, it's being emotionless. It's being cold. It's being direct, and it's being like she. But she delivers it in a way that where it comes off as like blunt honesty instead of like straight up rude disrespectful. You know what I mean? Because like there are things that she says where I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa! You gonna let her just say that to you? But it's it's not what you do; it's how you do it. And yeah. she's established this brand that allows her to sort of step over these lines that other people wouldn't that you wouldn't let other people cross. Absolutely, and she also just like then, like you said, like she like gets away with a lot, but she also kind of um doesn't have to be involved. She's kind of like above the fray. Mm-hmm. Almost because she's so cold, and also I, I'm not really sure what her businesses are, but she does seem to like have a business hegemony of some kind. Yes, they, well, she has this office where she sits behind this desk where it says "Be Nice" in neon behind her, and they shoot a lot of scenes there where people come in and then discuss stuff with her, and they sort of look to her as this sort of like business mentor, but it's never really mapped out what her credentials are that that she's earned this space. You know what I mean? 
Yeah. So this episode focuses on a dispute between Americans, Juliet. And, mm-hmm. Oh, wait. Before you can go any further, this Juliet from the show has a drink, a signature drink that she turned in. Like She, she made calls her it the own. Juliet? Juliet, she calls it the Juliet Spritzer. The Juliet it, Spritzer? Mm, I think that might be a brand infraction. I have to check with your lawyers on this. Uh, no, no, I like it. I'm like, wow. So there's like a few different kind of Juliets. Like there's like the classic Juliet. vodka soda splash of pineapple. Juliet, you cannot let this happen. You need to I guard know. your Juliet corner. Well, her, the Juliet Spritzer is white wine club soda over ice. I mean, it's a wine. It's a that's wine, a wine spritzer. That's a yeah. wine. That's a spritzer with ice. That's I not. Know, I, no, I no, liked no. it. That is not. That is not differentiated enough from a spritzer in order to to give it a prefix. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you you added ice. You can call it an ice spritzer. What is I a just, wine spritzer? Isn't a wine spritzer just white wine and soda water? Yeah. So what would she do? She, add ice. Add ice. Yeah. I mean, that does not make it. No, no, no. That does not Listen. make it her own. I appreciate your respect for my personal brand, but I just like that there's another Juliet out there who's naming a drink after herself that, like, she thinks she's the only one who's drinking. I just, I like right. it. I don't like it at all. And I think that you need to be a little bit more Caroline-esque in your business ventures. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. So anyway, Juliet of the Juliet Spritzer, not the Juliet, mm-hmm. which is a vodka soda splash of pineapple, is in a fight with Marissa. They're both Americans, and Marissa wants to host Thanksgiving at her restaurant. She wants to cook it at home. And then transfer all the food to the restaurant. Let me just walk this back a little bit. Marissa has done this for years. You know what I mean? Seven because years, Jacoby. Seven years in a row. That's fine. Seven years in a row. And she's got she's got a, she's got a venue where they have silverware and tables. They they have people there all the time. Dining and room. And she does upstairs. this there. Yeah, exactly. A private dining room. And Juliet is insistent that this is not the Thanksgiving experience. Why? Well, first of all, it's her birthday. Keep that in mind. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> and because Thanksgiving is at home. You have to have Thanksgiving in someone's home. Yes. It has to be at a home because it's a whole day and lounging around, and that's very important to her. It also usually should be in the country where it matters, America. That's another thing. <laughs> but it doesn't matter. It has to be in a home, and neither will budge from their positions. And Marissa is having 30 English people, all mm-hmm. family, or all friends. Her friends are her family, to quote her. Of course. To Bumpkin, the name of the restaurant. Bad name for a restaurant. Bad name for a restaurant. Bad. <laughs> like, why would you want to go someplace? That just doesn't evoke coolness. deliciousness at all. No. Like, it's just like Bumpkin. I feel like that's like when um, you go, like Little Red Little Red Riding Home, Little Red Riding Hood was mm-hmm. coming home from like Grandma's house, and she stopped at like a bar in the woods, and it was Bumpkin. And it was it was Bumpkin. <laughs> Why yeah. is she stopping at a bar on the way home? She's like 12. Little Red Riding Hood's got a drinking problem. <laughs> she's, she's got issues, man. She's going to get her some counseling. God, your version of Little Red Riding Hood is so just like edgy. Um, it's like from the, like the Into the Woods version. Yeah. Anyway, Bumpkin is just, yeah, it's not evocative, like a cool, delicious place. No, like there's a place in our neighborhood called Alimento. And it's like, oh, like I want to eat at Alimento. It sounds Alimento, good. Yeah, cool. Yeah, What's popping off at Alimento tonight? Yeah, they make tonight. really good sauces there. You know what I mean? But Bumpkin yeah. is just kind of like butternut squash soup. Like, yeah, I, yeah. I don't no, like root you. vegetables. So, yeah. no. Anyway, anyway, so then Caroline, um, our favorite, who I believe is Caroline S., she then ends yes. up hosting basically like a competitive dinner because Juliet is so insistent on doing it at someone's home. Right. And then Ju- Juliet and Marissa were close, but she's getting closer with Caroline. And Marissa, I think very va- this is very valid, felt that um, Juliet was like trading in Marissa for Caroline and like took a better offer for her birthday dinner. Yes. I think she should have been open about it. it. it she should have made yeah. it into like a bidding war. Just be like, well, what are you serving? 
You know what I mean? My friendship's available. Yes, it's, yeah, Who wants yeah, it? yeah, exactly. The highest bidder. What do you? Who's? Oh, what you chef? Oh, okay. How many guests? Who's on the guest list? Major question: Does Juliet's husband attend Thanksgiving slash her birthday? No, these husbands don't attend anything. Only if on Facetime. Yes, on, they'll they'll set up an iPad at one of the t- the seats of the table. <laughs> and he'll then, call and, in. Yeah, and he'll Facetime in for a while. The the, the other weird. Um, arrangement was my favorite julie who is also american but she has a title she's um the duchess of sandwich or something like that okay and her husband isn't home because they have an estate in the country that he's like the caretaker of and so but she lives in london with their kids why doesn't she just live in the estate we saw it it's massive yeah for real like and I, I don't understand. They're in like the other ones. Their husbands are out of the country. Hers is just like a two-hour train ride away. Yeah, he's just in Long Island. She's like, ah, oh, we're we're in the city, you know, because yeah. he's got to maintain the house out there. If you guys are so rich, just pay someone else to maintain the I damn know. house. It's like very, very mad many. Yeah. Although she did say, like, I have a title. My husband is like three hundredth in line for the crown, but I have no money. Like she's always like, yeah, I have four kids. I don't have a nanny. I don't have any help or whatever. So that's one of the oh, reasons yeah, I liked yeah. her. I thought she seemed real. She did seem. She did seem real, but. You know. She burnt the hot chocolate. That's cool. She, yeah, cool. That's she, burnt, cool she burnt the hot chocolate and then served it to all the kids. It was like, I burnt the hot chocolate. This is terrible. Why don't you taste it? It's like, you got to understand how kids work, man. You have to upsell. <laughs> Sell it better, you know I mean? yeah. You, you don't want you, you to bring the expectations down low. You know what I mean? You got to let them know. The, um, why do I like this show so much? Like, Why do I like Ladies of London? It's basically London, Housewives. London in November is like looks like... Right now, the London they're showing us is like the like kind of stereotype of London. Not raining, not snow, snowing, but gray. gray they're wearing yeah. some great outerwear. Love all their coats. Oh God, the Co- British women can out. Did they outdress the American women so much that it makes I know. me feel bad for them? Okay, Caroline S has like a cocktail party. Just like has twenty women over. No mm-hmm. men once again. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> men don't br- exist in this society. It's like why the last man? Like, yeah. <laughs> nice one, Brian K. Vaughn. I mean, come on, you think you can double down on comic book knowledge with me? The Preacher Sorry. did just sign as a series, though. I saw that. <laughs> um, she has all these people over, and Marissa walks in. Like, she didn't get the memo. You're supposed to be wearing all black. She's wearing, like, some T-shirt from Target and, like, a blue yeah. skirt. It's like it's like a not, it's like a garden party look. It's not like a cocktail party look. But don't sleep then- on Annabelle. Annabelle is, like, the muse brunette that fell oh, off the yeah. horse last season. Yeah. She always looks perfect. She's got these bangs. She was, like, a, a apparently, like, Alexander McQueen's muse or something. Yeah. And you can totally see why. She's got this guy's badass she's attitude. Like, she makes me want to start smoking again. Like, she's the best. <laughs> she is, like, um like a punk rock effortlessly. Like, some, a lot of people have to, like, try to, like, kind of, like, yes. evince that look. Yes. And that's just, like, is her. Like, she's, like, the original kind of, like mainstream like punk rocker you know like that's Mm -hmm. like her style i just feel like and it's very british like you really like recognize it as like ah yes like she have definitely had a british club phase like that's cool yes yes she she had no trouble like getting into anywhere she wanted in 1991 also all of these women do the middle part really well like middle part shoulder length hair Mm. and then they like they tie it back i don't know they're they're, like they all look really good they look better than the housewives they all wear jackets that look like they cost as much as like a used car do you know what I mean? Oh, like, yeah. It's like, I they, can either get like a Subaru station wagon from 2002 or I can get this jacket. And like the most gauche look was Juliet wearing the fur vest to the grocery store. They had like a scene. Awful. That, that was crazy. Why oh, did she I, do I think that? Caroline even called her out. This is the type of woman that Caroline is. She's like, what do you, what do you, like, what, what's going on there? <laughs> well, they, she's like, this is fabulous. And Caroline's like, uh, okay. We're going which, to the grocery she's store. She's like, which part is fabulous? <laughs> 
<laughs> I love it. I love it. I like the show too. I think because um, I mean, obviously, this whole episode is very staged. No one in London is this concerned about Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. but um, they seem like they actually do care about like they're more open about like their standing in society. Yes, and with each other in their own little yeah. groups. Yeah, it's yeah. weird that it's not a secret. Like it's, it's an unspoken thing in 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 our culture, and I think there it's a little more open about sort of like where they are. Also, like, in England, there is, like, titles and, like, land ownership. Like, those mean things in a way they don't hear. Like, being, like, Donald Trump, like, a real estate owner, like, has a different, um, like, atta- like different meaning than, like, Ju- uh, Julie's husband who has to go take care of the estate, you know? Yeah. Like, it's just, it's, it's like, it, this fills a lot of American cliches about English society, and it's great. Be- Never change. Before we move on to another great new show, Below Deck, I just want to make one more point. Juliet moved into a new house that's at three million pounds, which is like five, six million dollars, maybe less. Yeah. And she was like embarrassed and didn't want to invite Caroline in. I know. Didn't and want to invite her in. And she claims in her three million pound house neighborhood that there's no cell phone service there because it's like too like third world. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I forgot about that part. <laughs> like, it's, it's like, also, it's on. like in Cl- it's in Clapham, and I think Clapham is like cool and hip. It's like it's like being like, oh, I can't let you into my Williamsburg loft in my new construction yeah. building. Yeah, I'm yeah, so yeah, embarrassed. Yeah, yeah. I've moved to Brooklyn. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's, so, it's ridiculous. Exactly. That was the cell phone bit was really fun. Was like just so absurd. It was funny. Um, I Captain Lee's pulling into the dock. Get you know, get get, get everything ready on the starboard side. We Z- have well, let's go bow to stern. We have Dean Slover is back, and if you don't back remember Dean Slover, deck. he's he's the man who he's a club owner, I believe, in in Phoenix, and he's we exactly, did some research on him last year. He's yeah. exactly what you think a club owner from Phoenix would be like. He always has sort of this group of seven rotating like 28 year old like like th- four like ha- f- four chicks and three guys it's a harem I mean? it's a co-ed harem yeah but it's more like sort of like a it, they they don't have any personalities and dean never really expresses a close relationship with any of them it's almost like like he's just <laughs> they follow him around they follow him yeah they're like they're like his followers you know they're like part of his essence they can't they can't separate yes exactly exactly and um you know it was a it was an okay episode of below deck not too much happened Nah, t- t- Rocky continues to be unable to make eye contact or look straight into cameras. It's but did you notice so she weird. can't even she can't even look at anyone in the face. She though. can't look at anyone in the eye. It's like something that's broken with her personality. And she's got this weird, flippant, fun like fun chick thing going. But you can totally see how she's that girl that like after the third date you're like, whoa, like this maybe, is your only speed. Yeah, exactly. Like maybe this this is your only pitch. You know what I mean? The screwball. And it's kind of like yeah. after a while, you're like, oh, I need a little bit more range in someone I'm going to spend this much time with. We're three episodes in and Emil's already over it. He's yes. just like not interested. Yeah. And Emil's and was, interested yeah. in everything. Yes, so. he absolutely is. He's already been like had a thing with Connie and Rocky. He's going to yeah. move on to Kate. I want Kate to have a, a romantic interest by the time this, this franchise is over. I do too. It seems like next week Eddie's having his relationship blow up, but yeah. we're going to, we're going too fast. Let's go step back. Okay. So Rocky, um, like the one I related to this, the one thing she wanted was to just be in the water. So they like let her in the water, and she was like so happy. I thought it was really. Funny. You can relate to that. What do yeah, you mean? Love, no, no, no. Let's back up. What I love about being that in the ocean. You relate to like you're just like could, they were keeping her from the ocean. I just I understand like if you're on a boat like that I just like and you don't get to go in the water what's the point? I get it, but I feel like she could have had plenty of opportunities just to take a quick I know, dip. Ask, you ask. Know what I mean, it's all or nighttime. Just be like, hey, like I'm just gonna take a five minute dip. You can get in there if you want. Jumping off the the yacht looked really fun. 
it looks really fun. It's the right height where it's like not too yeah. scary. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's but like, still like a bit of a rush. Yeah, I would after like I did it twice. I'd be like, oh, I'm gonna try a dive, and then I would be like, oh, I'm gonna try a flip, and then I would break my face. That's exactly. I, what I would wonder happen. if they worry about sharks there. I worry about sharks everywhere. How do you not well, worry about sharks? Over the weekend, someone got bit in two miles off of Malibu. Did you know that? Okay, can I? I'm gonna. This is ready for an unpopular opinion. Yeah, I kind of feel like. Now, just just go with me down the road on this one. I kind Uh-oh. of feel like if you get bit by a shark and you, you don't it. die and, and, and you don't really have, like, lasting bodily harm, it's kind of f***ing badass. You know what I mean? Like, it's kind of like a win. You know what I mean? You've got a shark bite. You've got a story. Think about every dinner party you ever go to. Anytime you ever talk to anybody, you've got this shark bite this, story that you can tell. It's kind of like Jacobi. you net positive. Yeah, you net this is positive. This my friend Jacoby. He survived a shark attack. Yes, exactly. He was, he was bitten by a shark. And then he punched it in the face and it swam away. Like, that would be so dope. I think I would just be really scared to ever go back in the water, though. I would be, like, That might be part of it. That might be part of it. Anyway, Rocky jumps in the water, and then Don follows her and jumps in as well, without clearance from Captain Lee. It was just magnetic buck cheeks. Rocky's butt cheeks were out. She looked good. Yeah, she looked good, but they're just magnetic. He just couldn't help himself. He had to whip his shirt off and jump in. Yeah, he had to do it. And then he gets in trouble. Mm-hmm. With Captain Lee and Eddie, and he's already had like a scuffle with them earlier in the episode, which leads us to seeing someone who is who he has his Chiron at the bottom of the screen says first officer. He's not on the show, but he's got like a vital part on the ship. And yes. I was just like, wait, 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 wait. What she look like? <laughs> yes. And I need, yeah. I, need, I needed to know like who else is on the ship that they don't show us. They need. And, like, I think there is a there's a hierarchy and there's a structure of people that work on the boat that we don't see. Blows my mind. I want to know. So much more. Like, it's just, I want to know who else is there, how many people staff this. They definitely lead you to believe the ship operates with a staff just, of seven. J- exactly. Just with a staff of seven. So then I started wondering about the finances of it all. Yeah, so the Rocky, tips. Rocky gets an appearance fee, right? Yeah. yeah, the tips get divvied up. So this first officer, he doesn't get paid to be on the show, so he just gets his boat fee. Like, so in theory, like, Connie is making more than the first officer, and that's got to bother him. It's got to bother him. I think also like, just think about how much extra work they end up picking up because these fools on TV yes, you have to like are, reshoot have, like, scenes or whatever. Yeah, so uh, they should even be paid more because they're doing like double their job. Totally, I'd be pissed. Why would you agree to work on this yacht if you're not on television for it? Like, what's the what's the win for the first officer? Money. You know what I mean? He probably gets a better rate. Because you got to think like the boat's bringing in money from Bravo, yeah. from charters. You know what I mean? Like, you know. Is Captain Lee even really the captain? Like, yes, Captain Lee knows? is the captain. Is Captain Lee a good captain? I, we have no way of knowing. No Eddie, way of no, I have no, I have no other captains to, to like to sort of like to, you know to to compare him to. I've never been on a yacht. Eddie defers to him too much. Eddie, if he really wants the respect he claims he's trying to get, like you can like you can speak up a little bit. Like in in the confrontation with Don, Don like turned to Eddie to like either like verify or deny something, and he just kind of was like, very sheepish. And I didn't think that was good leader behavior. Yeah, it I'm being really hard on Eddie. Eddie, it's because I, I have a crush on him. You love Eddie so much. You just want the best <laughs> for him. Yeah, just trying to help him grow as a human. I understand. I understand for your life together. Um, Kate is being really hard on Rocky. Made her cry. Yeah, it's, Kate always needs someone to pick on. I ride yeah. for Kate really hard. I would hire her to do any job in the whole entire world. If Kate hmm. was like your, if Kate was was your wedding planner, you would feel very comfortable about it. 
I would be worried that she would make decisions that I was not okay with, like her arts and crafts passion. It seems like you can't control her once she's got <laughs> an idea. Point. That's a good point. She's sort of a so, pit bull with, with the creative, creativity. Her thing is like, like what's the opposite of turndown service? Like making up the bed. Like she likes to get creative. Yes. And last year with Dean, she was mad at him, so she took a towel and folded it so it looked like a penis. It was a rocket and ship, Juliet. It was a rocket ship. Sorry. This year, she had some kind of like palm tree presentation that just looked like the bed was dirty and had leaves on it. And <laughs> no, 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 it looked like a penis. And it did. It, did you did you think so, Juliet? There were coconuts at the bottom. Yeah, I of it. saw. I know, but like it just was stupid. It just didn't look like anything. Last year's was a lot better done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is what we do. We break we break down towel sculptures at the bottom of beds. And Dean <laughs> seemed to be game for it too. I love Kate. I really like Kate. Just don't put leaves on my bed ever. Leaves. That's a good point. It Rose did feel a little mess. dirty. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, oh, I found this on the beach. Now I put it on your bed. There you go. Like, yeah. Just like then, what do you do with it after? Put it in the corner? Like, she come back and take it? Like, I just have so many questions. Where'd she even I get would, the palm leaf from? I would say that below deck is great. I'm glad it's back in my life, but I'm more excited about Ladies of London. Me too. Definitely. Below deck, just, it's just, I've seen all these beats. It doesn't have the thing for me anymore. I know. And if they're recycling charter guests, you don't even get any new stuff there. Yeah, Stephen was good though. They're pretty. Stephen was a good first charter guest. He was good. That's true. Uh, let's move on to all your weird watches. All right, Hard Knocks. This is the last okay. episode of Hard Knocks. I saw some unfortunate news, but I haven't watched it. Was Everybody more... gets cut. Every even the guy. Everybody sisters... gets cut. It is Ugh. just awful. And to watch these guys, like they had this scene where, where um, Charles Jamal, what's his name? Charles James II. Charles James II was waiting to be cut, and they get like these. They get these phone calls, and they're all just sitting around in this room, and like you'll see one guy get a phone call. It's like a horror movie. You know what I mean? Like one guy gets a phone call, gets summoned into to, you know Obi's office, and he has to walk there, and then they're like, oh, he got cut. Like he was a second round pick, and then someone else's phone rings. It's just oh, it's just awful. It's just awful to watch. Watch. So sad. Awful to watch. Yeah, everybody gets cut. Everybody you, you fall in love with gets cut. Are you going to watch the Texans? This yes, year? I am a Texans fan now. I'm a Texans I mean, like, fan. Also, they have the best player in the league, so yes. obviously yes. it's like a little bit of unfair advantage. But yeah, I, I like I like Bill O'Brien so much that I'm rooting for him. I'm rooting success. for him as well. I'm, I want them to be successful and the fan base and everything. But here's the thing: they make you like really, really sad about all these guys getting cut, and they all get picked up by other teams like an hour and a half later. Good. You know Good. what I mean? Like Courtney Brown got cut, and it was like really sad, and it was the sixth time he's been cut, and it was like really down. They're playing the music, and he's sitting there with this blank look on his face, and then the voiceover comes, and he's like, and then you know. And now he's on the Buccaneers, like starting. It's like, well, it's not so bad. You know what I mean? Jameis, nice. Yeah, it, and they've got um, and um, Charles James II has also got picked up somewhere. Oh, he did. Yeah, but he's little. Wait. Like they they showed yeah. game footage. Like he didn't look like someone who should be playing cornerback in the National Football League. Yeah, he's like like not that tall enough. He's five right? nine. That's different than not that tall. That's like you know, not that tall. Yeah. Not that okay. tall for, for for an NFL athlete. It was good though. I love Hard Knocks. I'm really glad you're into Hard Knocks. Next year we'll dive into it. Yeah. Next year we'll uh, dive into it from the jump. Maybe I should uh, quit my job and try to work on Hard Knocks because I love it so much. But I think my you, new should, personal you, passion. Should, you should quit your job and try to make the Houston Texans. That's what you should, <laughs> that, that's what you should do. You should try to make the Texans. Anything is possible, they, Juliet. They're looking for like a secretary Any, or anything, something? No, no, no. I mean on the field, in the pads, hitting people. You know what I mean? Anything what is possible. What position should I play? Anything is possible. I don't know. Quarterback. Okay. They, 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 okay. Can, they, they, they can use one. Um, dating naked. Uh, I caught I'm behind. Up. I caught I'm up behind. on dating naked. Okay, are Chris and Carrie together yet? <clears throat> no, 
But Carrie finally came to Chris, right? Oh, wow. And what she, he they said. Had, they're sitting down in the same chair, and Carrie was just like, look, like Wait, ever since two the, people, one chair? Two people, one chair. It's a big chair, though. It's not like. Oh, it, like one of those round ones? It looked like oh. it was like. It, I can't explain it. It was like a one and a half of like a. It was a folding. It had a recliner vibe, right, with a pillow a pillow platform on top, but uh-huh. it was longer. It wasn't for one person, but it wasn't really for two. Anyway, who sa- who sat down first? No, this is Chris. Important. Chris sat down first, and he was on the inside, and she was sort of like on the outside. So she sort of seemed like. Are they naked? No, no. Okay. They've been wearing Sorry. a lot of clothing in the <laughs> evening hours. I've noticed this season as things have gone. So she basically was like, "Look, like I really care about you, and like." Uh, this whole time we've been together, I'm, I've had these feelings for you, and I just want to be honest, and blah, 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 blah. And then she goes in for this kiss with Chris, right? And it is a total sympathy, single-peck pop kiss. And she's like, you're just not going to give me just one kiss, right? And he's like, I can't kiss you. It, it wouldn't be fair. And she's like, who's oh it God. not fair to? This is and heartbreaking. It was all falling apart. And then you find out that Kelly, Carrie, Carrie Harry. hasn't had sex the whole time. Oh, right? wow. So let's walk this back. She's been on like 16 dates with different single dudes picked for her. Naked. Naked. And naked. she has, and they sleep in the same hotel room in the Philippines, and she hasn't had sex yet. Like, she's, just, she's like, I'm the only common denominator. I must be, there must be a problem with me. It really took a dark turn, man. It was like, there must be <laughs> Poor this. Carrie. Yeah. And there's, there's this guy that's from the same, like, place as her, Tampa or whatever, and he's really sweet, and they go on this date, and they get along really good or whatever and that night he gets slammered he pours himself a drink which is like this one like this much liquid and it was just she grabs it from him and she's like is this whiskey he's like yep just straight whiskey oh my god that's gross it was that's nuts like 10 ounces of whiskey yeah 10 ounces of whiskey like, who could drink that it's like crazy that's disgusting yeah so he that's got slammered and so that kind of ruined that and then um you know they go on a bunch of dates and blah 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 chris basically isn't into her and he's got some girl from coyote ugly in vegas you know which i'm sure oh, you're familiar wow. with you, you i wow. bet you've seen the coyote ugly movie a couple times a couple like good, upwards right? of 10 yeah, I would it's say. solid solid movie who's that I piper paraboo who's the yeah, star of that piper yeah. paraboo i yeah. can sing the song i mean like i know I, I was you know the really... chore- choreography okay that was a really big for me and my camp friends after we <laughs> what? coyote ugly <laughs> yes the oh movie. my god after did you ever go to the bar it? no oh no need it's on like just, third just in the movie oh, yeah okay. i know but after we saw the movie, like the, we saw it twice in one summer, and the second time we like were doing choreography like in the I parking was ki- lot, oh my waiting God. for other people. <laughs> I was kidding when I said no like, choreography. It was like a big deal, and then I didn't get it. It was like a joke at the time, but like some of our counselors like would make would make fun of the script because it was so bad. And uh, like the final line of the movie is like, "What do you do when all your dreams come true?" That's what the the guys says and the girl says to him pay back all debts and like i remember people like repeating that all the time and i thought they were just like really into the movie but now i know they're making fun of the movie <laughs> okay cool story <laughs> <laughs> sorry that one went, that one went on for way yeah, too long yeah, yeah. So we have a 20 second personal story limit here okay that was like an <laughs> nba 20 second timeout it actually was 45 seconds okay anyway anyway so, so she's got, chris a, he's got, got this girl yeah chris has got a girl from from coyote ugly they're getting along okay it seems like chris hasn't really found a real connection either like the only one real thing that he Wait, had a dating show doesn't work out what? <laughs> naked dating in the philippines and they've been there what? for two months man they, they basically like, they is- speak lingala now <laughs> you know 
It's like, what is going on? Okay, I just feel like Chris and Carrie, they've been naked together for two months. Like, even if they're not into each other, like, just have sex. Just give it a shot. It's you not two- – I don't think it's like that at all. Like, I'm going the other way with this. I'm saying, like – once you've sort of been around somebody for four or five days naked, and you and there is no romantic like spark, you can't like make it happen. You get so far down the line of like you know like buddies that it's just like weird to even make it happen. You know what I mean? I guess so. Like I think the yes. longer that you're really like buddy buddy friend zoney, the, the the bigger the wall is to get over. Huh, that's true. It is true. Like you once know? you're kind of cast into a certain light. Yes, exactly. So. This is the thing about next week, though, Juliet. And let me Uh – I'll get you to watch. I want to watch anyway. I just – They're going back on three final dates, all with with people that they've met before. Fallon back. Fallon back. Exactly. (laughs) Fallon back. And they showed the the promo and Fallon walked up and I was just like – Oh my god! I forgot about this woman. Like she is fly. Like she is like fly. She's an Instagram thought. Oh, I'm into that. I will be doing that right when we're finished with this podcast. Did you know? Yeah, she's yeah, she's like really big in that. Like she could date Clay Thompson. She's like big in the Instagram, Instagram world. Good for her. Good for her. I'm not surprised. She seems to be the type. Uh, News time. News. Uh, is Kristen from Vanderpump Rules dating Alex from Below Deck season one? First of Seems all, like they might be. I've watched every single frame of Below Deck. Mold, many episodes I've seen multiple times. And I saw the picture of this dude and I was like, I kind of remember him, sort of. It's the guy I with mean, the gigantic head, right? Yeah. there's. It's weird that there's not more Bravo cross-pollination. Like, they do events together and yes, stuff. Yes, it is. But I kind of feel like this is a come up for Alex, not Kristen. Yes. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Like, I think Kristen needs a come up boyfriend. She doesn't need a like, oh, I remember that guy style. Kinda. This is a step up from James, I, would, I think. <laughs> totally. Hard, hard, hard <laughs> to go hard laterally from James. <laughs> so, also hard to go down from James. So. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, congrats to them. I don't know. I wouldn't date Kristen. It seems too crazy. Mm-hmm. So did you read read the next item? Did you read the article? I read the article. I only read a little bit of it. You can fill me in. The Kardashian pastor who married Kim and Kanye is getting his own reality show. Yeah. So this is like the cool pastor. Like, like the Carl Lentz. Do you know who that is? I don't know who that is. But it's like – like- a cool pastor of the NBA and Justin Bieber. Keep going. Yeah, it's like one of those vibes. Like he's like friends with Kanye and he like Instagrams yeah. his Yeezys. You know what I mean? And it was just like, oh, and he's like his wife, Deshree or whatever. I forget her, what her name was, but it's like two Desha- names. Yeah, Don Shanae. Don Shanae. Don Cherie. Yeah, I think it's Don Cherie and it was one word. And it's just like, oh, they're like doing this like young, hip pastor religion thing. And I feel like you do about medicine, about reality television. Agreed. It's like you sh- – the two should – like, re- I mean, look, do your thing, everybody. Whatever you want to do is fine with me. But, like, it feels like if you're practicing medicine or sort of like a, a, a religious leader, perhaps you should do so not on reality television. Right. Like, it doesn't say, like, in the Bible, thou shall be on TV. Yes, exactly. Thou shall be only in prime time. Thou shall <laughs> not be airing past 10 p.m. It's also just really hard to take – that clergy person's intentions on face value once they've committed to a life of reality television. Exactly. All right, moving on. Ellen DeGeneres said that being a judge on American Idol was one of the worst mistakes she ever made. When I saw this, I was like, 
She was a judge on American Idol. I know. I had no she, idea. She was. Like, sometimes when you're flipping channels, you're like, Howard Stern is still on this show? Like, I know. It that's is. American got, that's, that's America's Got Talent. That's I know. So, like, Howard Stern pops up, and then, and then you're, you're just like, wait, wait a second. Like, that's Pharrell. Like, Pharrell comes to L.A. like once a week, probably for three that's days, for yeah. like four months. You're like, what are these big stars doing? I guess it's a payday. I guess so. Pharrell, like, really committed to The Voice. He's on, like, his third season now. Yeah, like, for, there's big stars. And, like, Howard Stern is huge. Like, Pharrell and Gwen Stefani. You know, yeah. these are, like, big names. J-Lo. Shakira, Shakira international superstar. Uh, yeah. Married to Gerard Piquet. Like, yes. it's crazy. Blake Sheldon? What's Sheldon. his name? Sheldon, yeah. Going through divorce. Um, Pharrell's living on that happy money, you know? Because I'm um, happy. Pharrell's living on that Capone Noriega money from, like, 1998. <laughs> Pharrell's so rich. I recently saw Russell Simmons in the wild in Los Angeles, and I was just like, you've been doing your thing for so long. Like, just shout out to you. He looks so relaxed. Yeah, I he's feel like great. Pharrell's in the same camp, you know? I feel like, I, I bet that guy, like, Hugo from the Neptunes, like Pharrell's buddy uh, Chad, from NERD. Chad Hugo. Yeah, I bet, like, yeah. he's doing it real big, too. Like, Definitely. he's got all the money, but none of the fame. Definitely. Like, he's just got like, a ranch in, like, Virginia where he's That's got the llamas way to do that it. he raises. Yeah. That's the way to do it. That's the way to do it. Um, What's next? Last piece of news, Kim Zolciak basically has a new face. I've, I've had it with Kim Zolciak. Uh, yeah. In general, how, I'm over Housewives. I was watching a Real Housewives of Orange County 100th episode, like, re, like looking back special. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, 100 episodes is really hard to get to for this show because they don't do a full 22 per season. Yeah, yeah. And I was just like, this is weird. Like, it's just crazy. It's been... Too much. Too much. The Housewives, for some reason, the Ladies of London are, I don't find, to be as, like, off-putting. But now I just find the whole franchise, uh, uh, most of the Housewives, to be just not for me. And we're going to look back and be, like, the same way we now look at Jersey Shore and be like, do you remember when, like, they were the most famous people in the world? Like, do you remember when Snooki was, like, being spoken about by the president and was, like, a Snooki was, like, our number one, like, export to the rest of the world? It's We're going to look back and be like, God, remember when we used to, like, watch these housewife shows and there were 17 of them and they would, like, always have four going at once? Like, you remember, like, Remember Miami? the Countess? Yeah. yeah oh, my God. Yeah. Joanna Krupa. Yeah, of course. We're, we're going to look back at this era and be like, remember, was that happening? And they would be like, no, I don't. And we'll put our you know virtual reality helmets back on. I look forward to the day when the housewives are ancient enough history that Andy Cohen can like really spill like the yeah. way the people the way the way the people from the hills like now tell the truth of yes. what it was like to film it. Like I really can't wait for him to be like, yeah, this is what it was like when Teresa was about to go to jail. Like I just I can't wait. Totally, um, Joe. Can you get that song ready? Because I think that we're going to end this show. Carly's words by being played off by Carly. Who was played by She was blindsided, would you say? Thank you for listening to Grantland. To hear more Grantland shows in your earballs, subscribe to Grantland Sports and Grantland Pop Culture on iTunes. Or go to grantland.com and click on podcasts.